Hello, and thank you for listening to this week's podcast from St. Paul's Lutheran Church and School in Bourbon A, Illinois. This is a sermon from May 19th, 2019, the fifth Sunday of Easter. It was preached by Pastor Carl Copeland. Grace and God's peace be yours this day in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. The text for the message comes from that uh, second reading from Revelation chapter 21. Let us pray. O Lord, be with us today and fill us with the inspiration of your Holy Spirit and give us comfort in these last days. May the words of my mouth, may the meditations of our hearts together be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, our Maker and our Redeemer. Amen. The message today from Revelation 21, verse 5, where we read, He who is seated on the throne says, I am making everything new. Then he says, write this down. These words are trustworthy and true. The text. I would think that most of us like to get something new, right? And maybe it's something small or simple, but because it's new, because it's maybe given with love, we we get all excited about it, right? Uh, sometimes it's a new friendship that makes us happy. Other times it's uh, maybe a new beginning that we get because of a, some kind of life-saving surgery. And then there's all the, the, the new life, right? The, the, the birth of a baby, maybe uh, the, the, the flower bulbs poking up out of the ground and the buds bursting into bloom. The, the new things are exciting. Moving into a new house is exciting too, isn't it? Uh, there's a story I read about a family that moved into their new home. Someone asked uh, the five-year-old boy uh, named Sammy how he liked the place. He says, you know, it is terrific. I have my own room. Mikey, he has his own room. Susie has her own room. But poor mom, she still has to share the room with dad. <laughs> new. When we get to the book of Revelation, this is a great picture, isn't it? Newness all around. New heaven, new earth, new life. Uh, a place where there will be no more tears or mourning or crying or pain. The writer of the book of Revelation, John, says, Then I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and first earth had passed away. There was no longer any sea. I saw the holy city, the new Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride, beautifully dressed for her husband. This vision given to John uh, this vision that he shared was addressed to churches, discouraged and disheartened churches. The excite, excitement, the exhilaration of Easter was, was long past. And these first Christians were now engaged in a life and death struggle. They were persecutions by the Roman emperor. There was harassment from their pagan neighbors. I mean, it is true, the Easter events were important. They were the high point of these uh, in the life of these Christians, but now they were in this for the long haul, and they were facing persecution. Even John, the apostle to whom this vision had been given, he was exiled to an island called Patmos, uh, the island prison of the Romans. I mean, a sea separated him from those whom he loved and the churches that he served. And as he looked out from that island over onto the mainland, his heart ached for the fellow Christians the ones facing unspeakable terrors at the hands of their tormentors. To them, Easter seemed like a dream. It seemed like wishful thinking. Now, here we are, or a little over a month, 
or close to a month uh, after the celebration of Easter. Easter weekend seems like a long time ago already, doesn't it? And now we're back into the routine. The routine of our jobs, the routine of making a living, looking after families, surviving the aches and pains in our bodies. So what does God have to say to us on this post-Easter Day Sunday? Well, God gives us a marvelous vision. A vision, a, a vision beyond our wildest imagination. In the early chapters of Revelation, a, a, a curtain is pulled back, a curtain is raised uh, in heaven itself. And we see the heavenly throne. And there are tremendous effects going on there. There are those flashes of lightning. There are the sounds of thunder. And these things are announcing that God himself, he is on the stage. He's there. Heaven and earth quiver and shake before God. We hear that there is a crowd that was too large to be counted, gathered around the throne of God, praising the Lamb who sits on the throne. And so then this vision then expands and sweeps throughout time and history into one great crescendo of praise, which is in today's reading from Revelation 21. Nothing less than everything new. A totally new earth, an utterly new heaven, in which everything that is is wrong is now made right. A world in which God is present. John tells us, now the dwelling of God is with men and he will live with them. And they will be as God, and God himself will be with them and be their God. God is with us, next to us, wiping tears away from every eye. And boy, that is a great vision, a great picture for us. But what does this vision mean for ordinary people like you and me? I mean, does this vision make any difference to a a child lying in the hospital suffering the effects of chemotherapy? What difference does it make to parents who are grieving the loss of a baby daughter or what happened up in Chicago with that pregnant woman this past week? What difference will that vision make to families that are caught up in disharmony and its members are hurting because of conflict, abuse, or neglect? We can all dream about a glorious future, but what about the realities of life here and now? The answer is found in these words spoken by the one who is seated on the throne in this heavenly vision. I am making everything new. Then he said, write this down for these words are trustworthy and true. You see, the lamb, which a few weeks ago was stripped and beaten and humiliated and nailed to a cross to die. Now he sits enthroned in glory next to the father and creator of the universe. Everything God has, wisdom and power and blessing and honor that we just sang about, now belongs to the Lamb. This is a Lamb who knows what it's like to suffer and die. This is a Lamb who knows what it's like to be helpless. This is the Lamb who knows what pain is. This is the Lamb who knows what it means to be hurt and insulted. This is the Lamb who knows what it means to be humiliated and rejected. This Lamb, Jesus, is the one who gives hope in the face of all the worries and hurts that this life brings. This Lamb sits on the throne with all power and all authority. No problem is too hard for Him to handle, not even the worst problems that we have, problem that we have in this life, the very real problem of death. 
The reading from Revelation shows us a, a new vision, a vision of a new earth, a new heaven where Christ now rules in glory. The one on the throne clearly says, don't be afraid. I'm the first. I'm the last. I'm the beginning. I'm the end. I'm the living one. I am making everything new. You know, Jesus is offering us something that's so unknown in this present world, creating a new heaven and a new earth, a place where those who have had nothing but tears and grief in this world, that they shall sing, they shall laugh, because God himself will be their God. And he will wipe away every tear from their eyes. There will be no more death or mourning or crying or pain, for the old order of things has passed away. The description of this new thing that God has done is repeated quite a number of times. The writer wants to emphasize to those Christians, the ones that first read this, that were suffering and dying because of their faith, and in spite of what it might seem like, God's new creation has begun. And one day, it's going to break into our history. And then indeed, the old will disappear. Completely, leaving only God's new creation. In the new heaven and new earth, no divisions, no prejudices, no hatred between people that we have here in this world. The new thing that God will do will bring together all believers in one nation around the throne of the Lamb. As Revelation says, there was this enormous crowd from every nation, tribe, people, and language standing before the throne and in front of the Lamb. Sin and death will not bother those in the new heaven and the new earth. Because the Lamb has clothed us with something new. The newness of His own righteousness. He died and gave His blood to make us new. To make us clean and right before God. The power of death, that's been broken too. And we shall stand before God's presence in heaven and join with that vast crowd the pray, shouting the praises of God and giving glory to the Lamb who was sacrificed for us. The one on the throne in heaven declares, I am making everything new. How true that is. I mean, it's worth noting that this newness is not reserved for the day when we will eventually get to heaven and eternity. That newness is a part of our lives right now. We're to walk as new people. Jesus tells us how to be new in our everyday life. About three chapters before our, our gospel reading today, Jesus said, I give you a new commandment. Love one another as I have loved you. So you must love one another. If you have love for one another, one another, then everyone will know that you are my disciples. You see, this newness that Jesus is talking about is a way of life for those who gather around his altar right now. Every relationship in, in, in the workplace, in our neighborhood, to, to those outside in the world today, with those who's ag who annoy us and those who aggravate us, with those who say bad things about us, with those who, who persecute us. In every circumstances, the newness that God gives us sinners gives us, makes us new and guides us in the way to treat others. When Jesus says, I am making everything new, that also includes relationships with others right now. He's made you and me new through the blood of the Lamb. And that newness controls the way that we regard one another. He's given us a newness through the forgiveness that He's won for us on the cross. 
He wants us to share that forgiveness with others. And so wherever there are people in that relationship, uh, there's going to be conflict, right? There's going to be misunderstanding. There's going to be trouble. Sometimes it's between husband and wife. Sometimes it's between parents and children. Sometimes between brothers and sisters, between friends, between co-workers, between fellow workers in Christ, between brothers and sisters in Christ. Sin, yes, it gets the better of us, doesn't it? And we disregard that special relationship we have with the people in our family and we become selfish and resentful, jealous and inconsiderate and unkind. Basically, our sin causes us to think of no one except ourselves. Jesus has made you and me new. That newness is to be reflected in the way that we treat the members of the family of God. Just as Jesus keeps, God keeps on renewing us every day, we're also to keep on renewing the relationships that we have with others through that forgiveness, putting the hurt behind us and not holding against the person day after day after day because it's forgiveness that heals. Forgiveness that restores the inevitable conflicts among people. Even people that go to a different worship service or sit on the other side of church. In spite of our failures to live up to God's expectations and to keep the new commandment to love one another as Jesus has loved, He's always waiting for us to return to Him and renew us through His forgiving love. So let us be made new. Daily we confess to our Heavenly Father our failure to live that renewed life that we were given in our baptism. Daily God renews us through the forgiveness that He offers. And daily He renews relationships through His love, His forgiveness, and grace. This vision and revelation is good news for you and me. God says, I am making everything new, even in us, even right here, even now in 2019 which then allows us to join the crowd gathered around the throne of the Lamb as we sang praise and glory and wisdom and thanksgiving and honor and power and might be to our God forever and ever. Amen. For He is making everything new. Amen. Please rise. And now may the peace of God that transcends all understanding guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Amen. Thank you for listening to this week's podcast from St. Paul's Lutheran Church and School in Kankakee, Illinois. You can find this and other podcasts by going to stpaulslutheran.net and clicking the sermons button at the top of the page. Thank you for listening and God's blessings.